The live opinions, descriptions, and accounts expressed on the Best of Times Radio Hour are those of the hosts and the guests of this show, and not necessarily those of Town Square Media or this station. Consult with your attorney, accountant, or other professional for final advice in making your decision. The Best of Times, live from 710 Keel Studios in Shreveport, Louisiana. Celebrating age and maturity. Helping you make the best years of your life the best they can be. The Best of Times. Your host, Gary Coligas. Good morning, Architects listeners. I'm Gary Coligas, the publisher of The Best of Times, the only magazine for mature adults in Northwest Louisiana. Thank you for tuning in to our show today. And we thank those listening to our radio show via the Internet at www.710keel.com, as well as those who might be listening via their Apple and Android devices using the Radio Pup application. In just a few minutes, we're going to learn ways for seniors to safeguard their assets for needed long-term care. So stay tuned for some very beneficial information for you and your loved ones. It is Saturday, March the 11th, and we are broadcasting our radio show today live from the studios of News Radio 710 Keel, a Town Square media station here in wonderful Shreveport, Louisiana. Good morning, Mr. Gary Watson. We have a lot of Garys here today. Day, huh? Yes, it's, it's, as always, it's a plethora of Gary. A plethora. I love that word. <laughs> How often do you use that plethora word? As, as many as I can. Really? Yes. I hardly use it. Oh, uh, well, you should. I, you, I you use should caveat a lot. I like caveat. Caveat. You know, somebody said to me, is spring in the air? Well, there's a lot of pollen in the air. It's there not is spring indeed. yet, is it, Gary? <laughs> well, not technically, but it's, it sure feels like it here. Yes, and it's uh, we've had yesterday like 85-degree weather. It was like yes. un, 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 so untypical. I I, mean, and, and the pollen is earlier. Um, I, I see it all already on my car, on my window seals. In my sinuses, it's it's spring is here, it seems. And I hope we don't get a freeze that kills all the wonderful plants that are blooming throughout the area. Indeed. So we do want to remind all of our listeners out there, I had so many people said, Gary, you need to announce this, especially you're going to be having a live show. Daylight Savings Time starts mm-hmm. tomorrow at... 2 a.m.? Well, tonight at 2 a.m. or tomorrow at 2 a.m., however you want to. But so that's before March you go to, the 12th. Before you go to bed tonight, you yes. need to spring ahead one hour. Spring ahead. So move that move that hour. You don't want to be late for one, church. You don't want to be late for church or uh, your appointment at the uh, at the breakfast place Indeed. with all your family and friends and, mm-hmm. and any other events throughout the day. So, again, tomorrow, daylight savings times begin. A lot of people told me last night at a function to remind people, but a several said, no, it happens in April. No, nope, <laughs> it's going to happen on March the 12th. Yep. That's, that's tomorrow. Don't forget to pick up your March issue, the best of times, at one of our 522 distribution locations throughout the area. We do appreciate hearing from you, and thank you for the many compliments about our magazine. Remember, if you're unable to find a copy, you can log on to our website and download it and view it from our website at thebestoftimesnews.com. Also, we have our most popular publication at our most of our site, most of our 522 distribution locations. That's our 2017 edition of Silver Pages. Silver Pages is our senior research director that we have been publishing for the past 15 years. It is our most 
popular publication. There are 25,000 copies throughout the area at 522 distribution locations, and many of the locations, I'm sorry to say, have already been exhausted their copies. So if you're unable to find a copy, you can, of course, go by and visit our friends at the uh, Cato Council on Aging and Bossier Council on Aging, where we did distribute a few extra copies at those locations. But you can always go and uh, visit our website and view and download this particular very important document at www.thebestoftimesnews.com. Tomorrow, March the 12th, from 2 p.m. to 5 p.m. at Zocalo's Restaurant in Shreveport, the Cattle Council on Aging will be hosting its Miles for Meals run. And this is going to be uh, the purpose of this event is to raise the public awareness of hunger in the senior community. So do participate. There will be live music, jambalaya, lunch, drinks, family activities. Uh, it will begin going on from 2 p.m. to 5 p.m. at Zocalo's Restaurant at 436 Ashley. Ridge in Shreveport. For more information about this event, do call 676-7900. That's 676-7900. Today, the fifth annual Battle of Gumbo Gladiators will take place at Festival Plaza in downtown Shreveport. Last year, over 4,000 attendees came to sample the 55 entries, uh, 55 different entries prepared by 45 different teams. The gates will open today at noon and close at 5 p.m. Of course, the admission is free and gumbo samples only cost $2. There will be a crawfish at Betty Virginia Park to be held on March the 25th on the Saturday, March the 25th from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. in Shreveport. Uh, of course, there will be free admission, lots of, of crawfish bro- boiled uh, on site by Shane Acadiana of Shreveport. The AAR defensive driving classes are now available in northwest Louisiana. If you're 55 years of age or older and wish to enroll enroll or renew your AARP defensive driving uh, class certification, they will take place on April the 19th and May the 17th and June the 21st at the Bossier Council on Aging Offices in Bossier City. The classes are limited to 25 people, so you must RSVP by calling 7 That's 741-8302. Make plans to attend the Senior Health and Fitness Fair that will take place on March the 29th at Riverview Hall Convention Center in downtown Shreveport. This is going to be a very gala, large event with over 60 uh, exhibitors providing you information about d- various senior-related and boomer-related information that will benefit you and your loved one. There will be lots of entertainment. Of course, the, I have held back some copies of Silver Pages to distribute at this particular event. Many giveaways and door prices, so make plans to attend. It goes on from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. on Wednesday, March the 29th at Riverview Hall in downtown Shreveport for the Senior Health and Fitness Fair. Today, compliments are my friends at Cyport Discovery Center and the best of times. We have two sets of four tickets each, which is valued at over $60 a pair, of a, a set, by the first two callers that call into today's show at 320-5335. That's 320-5335. We'll be right back with more information, but now a word from our sponsors and advertisers who make this radio show possible. You're listening to the Best of Times Radio Hour here on News Radio 710 Keel, proudly presented by A Bears Tenant Country S Report, your Dodge, Chrysler Ram, and Jeep Dealer. Gary's got more of the best of times coming for you on 710 Keel. 
Now, back to the best of times with your host, Gary Coligas. Welcome back to our show, The Best of Times Radio Hour, probably presented by A Bears, Town and Country of Shreveport, your Dodge, Chrysler, Ram, and Jeep dealer. I'm Gary Coligas. I do thank you for listening to our show today. Joining me on my show is a very special guest, is Mr. Blake Rainey, who is the president of Safe Planning, located here in the Shreveport and Bossier City area. Uh, and he's going to be discussing safeguarding your assets for needed long-term care. A very important topic, right, Blake? It is. It's important to a lot of people. They're worried about losing everything that they've worked for all their life. And good morning, Gary. Well, good morning. Thank we, you for we having just, us. Thanks I for just, having us back. I just, brought, uh, just started getting there and asked you a question without even saying <laughs> thank you and joining us here today. And you look very chipper. You know, get up in the morning, and my wife's out of town, so I had to load oh. up all the kids, get them ready, and come up here so we could You're a good, visit with you this morning. You are a good dad. Are the kids listening? They they are. They're with my mother and the, and my stepdad right now eating breakfast, but they want to make sure and know what station it was on so they oh. can listen to their dad. So you're going to have a shout-out, like they say, a shout-out. Right. We could be streaming this on FaceTime and all that kind of high-tech stuff, which you know about. I'm sure your kids know about it already. So... Describe to our listeners what you do for people. I, Gary, I tell people I, I'm a financial advisor by trade. That's that's really what I'm trained in. Uh, I am not a lawyer. However, what I spend most of my time doing is kind of considered an aspect of estate planning because we help seniors that are worried about having to go into a long-term care facility or, or even if they're just going to be assisted living or care at home, they're wondering how they're going to pay for that if they don't have long-term care insurance or, or enough long-term care insurance to pay for that care. How are they going to be able to protect themselves and not lose everything that they work for all their lives? And that's what we specialize in showing them how to do. And, Blake, you've been doing this for a number of years. So what drew you into this? Um, December, I started my 18th year wow. of doing this. Um, and you, started you, when you, you, you met me when I was very early in the beginning of, of my career. I started work in December of 1999, and my dad is the one, Steve right. Rainey, that started safe planning, and he's the one that brought me into the business and taught me you know, what it is that, that he was doing, and then we've expounded on that, and the business has really grown as I've come in and helped him build it and, and kind of expand our expertise in this area of what we're doing. Well, that's the – so tell our listeners, who is the typical client that you see or try to help? You know, it's, I guess it's kind of a, a tongue-in-cheek, but I say my mom-and-pop clients. You know, okay. most of our clients are, are blue-collar workers. That's not to say I don't have – doctors and lawyers and we've got some very you know high net worth clients but most of my clients are what i call the mom and pop generation they worked maybe one or both of them worked and they raised a family some kids off to school and they've they've got a house you know an average typical type thought is you know they've got a house out in southern hills or something where they raised their family and they're still there and and they've they've acquired some assets but they're not what we would call the the ultra wealthy. You know, we're not trying to protect the the multimillionaires from spending what they've got in order to get long term care. We're trying to protect the people that that truly have just worked and, and been able to put a little bit away over the years, and two, three, four years in a nursing home could wipe that out. So, what are some of the biggest mistakes that you find that people make? Not getting good advice from someone that that truly understands all the ins and outs there's a ton of bad information out there gary and people don't mean to do it i don't think but but we hear so many things from 
either people in the nursing home facility or at social workers in hospitals, and even some in the legal and the CPA professions that they've heard some things, but they're not exactly, you know, I, I tell people that it's it's not that it's untrue, but it might be half-truths. They don't know the whole story in order to really get the good information to the people and apply it to their situation. And so, you know, taking taking information that they've heard just kind of from someone that's not in the business can be very dangerous. And then the other thing is just not searching at all because they think it's hopeless. There's a lot of people that just think there's nothing you can do because they've heard that. And that there's usually so many things that we can do that, that doing nothing is just a, an absolute travesty. And I, I think that should be one of the, the goals of today's show. It's never too late. That's exactly right. Because I hear people giving up all the time, even after their their loved one may be in a nursing home and maybe they're getting long-term care or whatnot, and they just think it's it's too late. Gary, probably 95% of the cases that I work are families that have someone that's already either already in a nursing home or they're on their way in, and they thought that it was way too late to do any planning, and that's absolutely not true. In a, in a best case scenario, there are times that I can still save everything. Um, most of the time, when it's a single person, for example, uh, if they've waited to the last minute, typically I can still save 65, 70% as a worst case of what they've got, even if they're already in the nursing home self paying. So, don't you hear a lot of people that think the government's going to take care of themselves or they don't need to worry about doing this because that they get all this information? We're, we're trying, you and others and me and at seminars, and are trying to educate them that, no, that's not the case. You right? know, a lot of people just haven't stopped to think about who pays for long-term care, and, and they're so used to going to their doctor and and using their Medicare card and their supplement insurance policy to pay for their doctors and hospitalization, but they don't realize that Medicare does not pay for long-term care, with the exception of you know up to 100 days of rehab if, the, if they're discharged from a hospital and a doctor orders that. But other than that, Medicare doesn't cover it. So you're down to either having to have long-term care insurance, which is wonderful if they've got it, but it's expensive, and they have to qualify for it. If they've got a pre-existing condition, they can't get long-term care insurance. And a lot of the people that I meet that have long-term care insurance don't have enough. If they've only got a policy that pays $100 a day, well, they've only got about $3,000 a month worth of insurance. And the average cost of a semi-private room in the Arklatex area, and we're the lowest in the United States, is $5,500 a month. So you either have long-term care insurance or you have you know, private pay. You're writing the checks for it. Or you get some kind of assistance, whether it be Medicaid, uh, veterans benefits have some, you know, care that's available. Uh, and most people just make the assumption that Medicare is going to cover that for them. Okay, so the one of the factors that you hear a lot of uh, individuals complaining about or that, that they don't want because they hear either the government or officials say, that, you know, we're not going to let you qualify because you have to, that five-year look back. We hear a lot about that. I, I do a lot of workshops, and one of the things I do is try to teach people what that look back is about, what it, what it means. There is a five-year look back, and Medicaid has the right at the point of an application to look back five years to see if you have given anything away for less than fair market value or if you've sold anything for less than fair market value. And, and it's your obligation to tell them the truth. People ask, well, how are they going to know? You, you have to tell them the truth, and they do have ways of finding out even if you don't. But... So the five-year look back will met, will look and measure that, 
And from a pre-planning standpoint, many times people, you know, attorneys and other financial advisors that do this type of planning might suggest that they get assets out of their name and get past that five years before that they before they need care so that it's protected. One big thing that's important to understand, though, is even though you don't have that five-year window in front of you, if someone gets sick, has to go into the nursing home, and they didn't do planning five years in advance, it does not mean that there's nothing that they can do. There's still planning and strategies that can be done within that five-year window. Even if it you know, creates a penalty, there's ways to manage that so that we can save a majority of what they've got, even if we have to spend a little bit in the meantime you know, as part of the strategy. So, so it's not a complete failure. Exactly. And it's not something they can just throw in the towel. That's right. I, I, I do scenarios in my workshop, and, and then month to month we've got clients where they're already in and they've been writing checks every single month. I can't go get that money back for them. But whatever they have left, we can start at that point, develop a plan, and before we even get started, I can tell them I'll either be able to save, you know, depending on their situation, I'll be, I can save 70% of what you've got. I can save 80%. In, in best cases, I can save 100% of wow. what they've got. It just depends on their individual situation. So so what you're telling me and my listeners out there, it's never too late. It's, it's, don't just throw in the towel quickly it, it really, and give up. It really is never too late. And and why do people, are they, like, apathetic? They don't want to? Uh, what's the reason? Do you, what's some of the reasons you've heard? Gary, there's just there's just not a lot of information out there that they've ever gotten that, that gives them any real peace of mind that there is any help available. And so, honestly, a lot of people hear about us and they think, well, it sounds too good to be true. And and, and so they won't pursue it. You know, that something doesn't sound right. And you, we've always heard that. If it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. Well, you know, in this case, and look, I'm not a miracle worker, but, but the facts are there's rules and regulations, and we just use them to our client's advantage. And the facts are that sometimes we can help, and it's not too good to be true. So... Are you seeing more people planning ahead for this type of scenario or not? You know, I beat my head against the wall about this, Gary. I'd like to say that they're coming in in droves, but it's it's just a steady stream. People don't like to think about this if there's not a need to. There's very few people that come in and say, man, there's nothing wrong with us. We're completely healthy, but we just thought we ought to plan about what if we have to go into a nursing home. I've never had anybody said, you know what, I'm going to work until I'm 65. We're going to travel for about eight years, and then I'm going to have a stroke and go into a nursing home. <laughs> it doesn't work that way. Nobody likes to think about it. Nobody plans for it. Yet the nursing homes are full of people, and, and there's a need for it. There, There is a great service that they provide for people that need this care. And if we do have people come in for pre-planning, it's typically because they've just gone through a scenario with a loved one, oh, and that okay. brought it to the forefront. That's true. Uh, you know, so, I mean, we stay busy. Don't get me wrong. But but we don't have a lot of people in their 40s and 50s that are saying, you know, we really need to think about this. What should we be doing to implement a plan now? You know, and, and I want you to emphasize the other aspect of, um, importantly, I've, I've had more seniors and boomers who tell me, Gary, I think I'm going to go apply to get long-term care insurance. And 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 you I want you to emphasize to the and I tried to be, you know, I'm not the insurance agent, I'm not the specialist here. But you got to emphasize and you mentioned a couple of times, you just don't 
get qualified you, immediately. That's right. You you can't get diagnosed with a cognitive issue like dementia or Alzheimer's and then call up your your friendly insurance agent and say, "Hey, I need one of those nursing home policies." You know, that's kind of like trying to to call your your state farm or all state agent when your house is on fire and say, "I need one of those fire policies." <laughs> You've got to have it beforehand, otherwise you're not going to get qualified for it. And, and it's it's not. And they're, cheap, and they're you know. un, but again, emphasize they're underwrite. You just don't apply. That's right. That's right. Not there automatically. Health, there's health questions that you have to go through, and and the underwriting to get to get qualified. And long term care, look, it is wonderful if people have it. And and of course, the more whistles and bells that they have with the policy of you know providing care at home, for example, or in assisted living versus just nursing home, um, the policies get more expensive. And if they want a lifetime worth of coverage versus just three or four or five years, you know, the the more you add to the policy, the richer the benefits, the richer the premium. And and even with uh, having a good long-term care insurance policy, it's still important to kind of keep yourself guarded because we're seeing instances where some of these long-term care insurance companies are going out of business. Whoa, I didn't hear and, about uh, this one. Yeah, year, years ago, my dad had a client that had a, a, I can't remember the name of the company, but they got a letter from the company and they said we decided we're not no longer going to do business in the state of louisiana and they refunded him all of his premiums that he had paid over the years so great he got his money back problem was he had a pre-existing condition now he was healthy when he got the policy but then he got sick now he can't get another policy but uh i just read the other day that uh pen treaty which is a huge long-term care company that has advertised for years and years and years is actually going into receivership and and they're having to you know basically put all of their liabilities on other insurance companies and policyholders and everything to make sure that their current policyholders stay solvent oh that's sad and all these people put their trust in that particular company or companies and they and they um sadly won't be covering them that, that's right and then you have to scramble to hopefully find something as you said if you have some conditions you won't be eligible to uh to probably get another policy the, I think those policyholders existing will be taken care of, but but the burden of that is going to be put on to the guarantee associations and other insurance companies and policyholders are going to have to pick up the pick up the bill for it. We'll be right back with more information, but now a word from our sponsors and advertisers who make this radio show possible. You're listening to the Best of Times Radio Hour here on News Radio 710 Keel, proudly presented by A Bears Town and Country of Shreveport, your Dodge Chrysler Ram and Jeep dealer. Gary's got more of the best of times coming for you on 710 Kiel. Now, back to the best of times with your host, Gary Coligas. Welcome back to our show, the best of times radio hour, proudly presented by A-Bears, tending country of Shreveport, your Dodge, Chrysler Ram, and Jeep dealer. I'm Gary Coligas. I do thank you for listening to our show today. Joining me on my show is Mr. Blake Rainey, the president of Safe Planning, located here in the Shreveport and Bossier City area, and he's discussing how to save Safeguard your assets for needed long-term care. Thank you, Blake, for joining us today here on the Best of Times Radio Hour. Again, thanks for having us back, Gary. Wow. You've, you've given us a lot of great information and insight. And uh, I want to give you a, a quick plug here. If, if, uh, if we're not answering all of the listeners' questions out there, uh, they can call your office at 869 869- 
8693. That's right? That's correct. 869-3133. And they do have a fabulous website at www.safeplanning.net. That's safeplanning.net. And their offices are located at 920 Piermont Road, Suite 105 in Shreveport. Wow. In 1990, I had my offices there from 1990 to 2000. That's been a long time ago. I remember when you were upstairs, from On the fifth floor. Yeah, that was a few years ago. Uh, so we're going back. And uh, break, I was telling you, uh, one of the things that I've been hearing from seniors and boomers in the area, especially when they have a loved one in a nursing home and, and they're considering, and uh, I know how I see these people at Kroger's and Brookshire's and whatever I go out, they they say, you know, I, I, I've seen the advertisements in your Best of Times magazine and my my daughter, my daughter, my wife is in the nursing home. I think it's too late. And Gary, between you and me, I don't want to be dependent on Medicaid and I'm embarrassed. What do you, how do you, how do you deal with that? Gary, I've kind of I've kind of had a stump speech about that that uh, that I've preached on for years and and started with my dad listening to him. People need it, it all comes into education, in my opinion. People need to understand that Medicaid is part of it's under Title 19 of the Social Security Act. It's no more welfare for long term care for seniors, which is what it was originally entitled uh, intended for. It's no more welfare than their Social Security or their Medicare benefits. They worked for it. They paid their taxes for it. And they the only thing is is that they have to qualify for it. Medicaid is a, a needs or means-based program. They have to meet income and asset limits. But as long as they meet those qualifications, it is not welfare. They they paid their taxes for it all these years. Good point. And, and there's a lot of people that have the misconception that if they are on Medicaid, that they're going to be... They're going to receive less care, you know, a lesser quality of care, or have to be in a facility that is not as nice. And it's so surprising. I, I had a gentleman years ago that I thought was going to come across the table at me when I when I mentioned, you know, I could get his mother qualified for Medicaid and save them what the, you know, his his father had worked for all their lives. And he said, I will never put my mother in a Medicaid facility. And as we discussed it, I asked him where she was, and he told me, and I. I politely showed him where the facility that his mother was in accepts Medicaid. He didn't realize it. I said she could get she could not leave the same, the bed she's in, be in the same room, same bed, get the same care. Facts are the nurses that are taking care of her probably won't even know how she's paying for it. That's somebody in the front office that's dealing with that. But an interesting fact that most people don't know, especially for our listening area, Shreveport, Bossier, especially in Northwest Louisiana. There is not one long-term care facility that does not accept Medicaid. Not one. Not one. Every single facility in this area accepts Medicaid, and you choose where you go. They don't pick it for you. So I think that's something that's very important to understand. I've got clients in the Glen. I've got clients in Heritage Manor Stratmore, Heritage Manor West, you know, all of the, well, they're not gamble facilities. And Waukeel still call them the gamble facilities like the Guest House and Spring Lake. They all accept Medicaid. So, so again, that's the important aspect of when these people out there. Hopefully, you'll spread the word, everybody. That it does. It's not demeaning. Not at all. And it's it's not a uh, and it's not going to be. You're not going to be treated. You're not going to be placed in a Medicaid bed, a nursing home bed. That's correct. You know, the facts are it would be illegal for them to give lesser care. It's discriminatory. 
And, and if people think about it in that standpoint, they go, you know, I guess that's true. It w- it's not right. It would be against the law for them to say, oh, well, you're on Medicaid. We're not gonna, we're not gonna give you the good food. We're gonna feed you last, and we're gonna let all these <laughs> private pay people. It doesn't work that way. No. Okay. Well, that's good. Well, I, I hope that more and more people understand that. But I'm still hearing that today in 2017. Gary, we do too, and that's why we continue to try to preach the message so that we can educate people. It, it truly is. It's just a, it's just a misunderstanding of the program so explain to our listeners they may have a husband and wife uh, scenario here does a and i i'm glad you had this um we talked about this but i'm glad i think you need to explain to our listeners having a prenuptial agreement uh, is that is that a defense it is not it is not and, and a lot of seniors and boomers are remarrying think that's the way to protect it well, I had a lady, I'll never forget, that she came into my office about seven years ago, and her husband was going into the nursing home. And she said, look, I just he doesn't have a lot. You know, she said, I had the assets when we got married, but I've got a great prenup. I, but I want to make sure that the little bit that he has doesn't get just completely stripped away so that we can protect it for his kids, whatever. And I had to tell her, I said, look, I'm, I hate to tell you this, and be, you know, don't shoot the messenger, but Medicaid doesn't care about your prenup. It's wow. a great legal document if you get a divorce, and we'll probably protect everything that you've got. But for Medicaid's purposes, if you're married, they're going to look at what is his, what is yours, and what is y'all's, excuse the slang, and say it's all accountable. And bless her heart, I just watched all the blood drain out of her face, and oh. she was she was devastated. Good thing is I was able to show, show her not to worry I was able to arrange things, get them qualified for benefits, and save everything. So, you know, it was no no problem. But she thought that she was just absolutely protected, and she absolutely was not. And I'm I'm glad you brought up about uh, about that. Sometimes the the trials and tribulations will ruin a person's health care, right? Absolutely. The, the negative impact, the sentinel impact of worrying about their, their the spouse, the husband or the wife that may be. Gary, I've got, I've got two different scenarios that I'm dealing with right now. I've had it multiple times over the years, but two different cases I'm thinking about right now where husband has dementia in both cases. Um, wife is caring for them at home. He needs to be in a facility. And I'm going to say this, not not so much because he has special requirements and needs care for himself. He needs to be in a facility so that his wife doesn't break her health. Because mm-hmm. I'm telling you, I'm watching her go down. And they feel guilty about putting them in. They feel like it's a jail sentence. And I, I, I keep trying to tell them it's not. You put them in the facility where they can get care, where you can get the rest that you need. You can come and spend as much quality time as you want to being a wife rather than a caregiver. And even uh, I, I use a scenario of a client that I've got that still owns a interior design uh, company here in town, goes and picks her husband up, brings him to the shop, and he'll sit in the, off in, the, in the store and watch Bonanza all day, and they'll go to lunch or whatever, but then she'll take him back to the facility at night, and she's able to get rest. And it's, it's so important because there are, there are people out there, husbands and wives, trying to care for their spouse at home, and they are going to break their health trying to take care of their their loved ones. And they'll be too. That's exactly se- right. Severely ill, or, or they'll pass away and leave their leave their spouse with dementia alone. Ooh, that's even more serious. That's right. 
that that's even more serious. So, so again, I want to emphasize to my listeners again about Medicaid. Medicaid is not a uh, demeaning situation to be 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 eligible and and uh, it, it's it's it, it's, it's an entitlement. entitlement. It, it it falls. It's a, it's part of. It's a kind of a sub part of Social Security. It comes under Title 19 of the Social Security Act. You can Google Social Security regulations and look for Title 19, and that gives you all the rules that the federal government put in place for Medicaid. We'll be right back with more information, but now a word from our sponsors and advertisers who make this radio show possible. You're listening to the Best of Times Radio Hour here on News Radio 710 Keel, proudly presented by A Bear, Sending Country S Report, your Dodge, Chrysler Ram, and Jeep dealer. Gary's got more of the best of times coming for you on 710 Keel. Now, back to the best of times with your host, Gary Coligas. Welcome back to our show, the best of times radio hour, proudly presented by Bear, Sunny Country F Report, your Dodge, Chrysler Ram, and Jeep dealer. Joining me on my show today is Mr. Blake Rainey, the president of Safe Planning, located here in the Shreveport and Bossier City area, and he has, has been discussing how to safeguard your assets for needed long-term care. Thank you, Blake, for joining us today here on the best of times radio hour. Thank you, Gary. Uh, this is our last segment. I wish we could have a few more hours talking here, but I want to emphasize to our listeners what what is a when and when should they come out to see you? I've always said the earlier the better. However, with pre-planning, which is what I call planning where there's not a crisis on the on the horizon, we don't know what may or may not happen in the future. It's harder to understand what someone's goals might be down the road and what what they might want to do. Um, you know, if you're going to do planning real early, you start thinking about whether or not you want to divest yourself of assets and get that five-year clock that we tar- started talking about earlier, you know, get things out of your name. But a lot of people aren't ready to give up control of things, you know. So earlier is always better. However, I highly encourage people when they get to their retirement age, um, start thinking about, you know, what, what they're going to do with the rest of their life. Where do they want their assets to go if they pass away? If they start thinking about needing wills and powers of attorney, then let's add in the extra component of saying, Hey, let's, let's plan for not, not just death. You know, we can plan real good for if things, if we die, where do things go? What do we do if we have problems in the meantime? What can we do to preserve assets? And so that's a good time, you know, because facts are a lot of the people that come in our office, they've got wills and powers of attorney, but they're, they really contradict what needs to be done for the proper planning for long-term care. And I'll give you a couple of examples. On powers of attorney, uh, there are specific things that the civil code in Louisiana says has to be in there for the agent, the person that's acting for uh, the individual specifically has to be stated for them to do, like donate property or to make gifts, and especially gifts to themselves, which sounds kind of sounds funny that you could mm-hmm. have the authority to give things to yourself, but that's a very important power that needs to be in some of those documents, especially if, for example, you've got a scenario where you've got your daughter, she's your only child, and she's helping manage things for you. There might be planning strategies where we need the daughter to have authority to give things to herself in order to do the type of planning that we do. So proper proper legal documents. Uh, most husbands and wives, if they have wills, have wills that leave everything to each other. That may not be the best thing. 
and I, I explain this to people, if, if, if I get someone qualified for Medicaid, husband's in the nursing home, and we've protected everything for that wife at home, we can't assume that that wife is going to die, uh, is going to, that the husband in the nursing home, rather, is going to die first. If the wife at home dies and her husband's in the nursing home on Medicaid and her will leaves everything to him, you just knocked him off of his benefits. And now the entire estate has a target on it that has to be spent down or dealt with in order to get him qualified again. Wow. And so those types of things need to be thought about. But one of the things that I, I try my best to, to, preach to everyone is pre-planning is great but if you're facing a crisis if you see something coming in the next year two years six months two weeks or certainly if you've got someone that's already in a nursing home and they're writing the checks now please schedule a consultation to come see us we don't charge anything for the consultation let us see what we can do to help you we'll let you know what we recommend to be done what the cost associated with that would be and they're free to either hire us to, to put the plan in place and help them or to say no thank you. It absolutely is no obligation, but it's not too late. And those people that are in that window need us certainly more than, than the ones that are just wanting to kind of see what if down the road. And we'll mention again the, the telephone number is 869-3133. And uh, you mentioned our website, safeplanning.net, and they're welcome to go there, browse information. Um, there's a link on my website to sign up for some free videos that I've done. There's a, uh, a three-part series of videos, kind of mini workshops, uh, or they could go directly to safeplanningseminars.net. And, and log in for that. It's a, it's a free video deal. They just have to put in their name and email address, I think. Um, and so that, that would be a, a good way for them to get a little bit more information, too. But, again, the best way is to schedule a free consultation. And that's that's very easily done by calling your office and scheduling an appointment. All they have to do is call 869-3133, and anybody that answers the phone can pull up our calendars and schedule schedule a time for them. But one, one, one little caveat, I'm using that word today that Gary said I don't I don't use too often. You're uh, going to use that a plethora of times. Oh, well, no, no, I don't like that. Plethora means a lot of things. <laughs> okay, but, go, but going back to the caveat here. So I, I'm just thinking of many of my listeners out there in the Arklatex who may be in their loved one may be in a nursing home but they may be in a nursing home but they're not getting long-term care they may be getting skilled care for a short term right that's correct so i'm i'm i just want to caution do those individuals really need to be concerned they're not they're they're maybe there for a, a rehab for a hip replacement uh some other type of wound care etc they're in a nursing home if if they're strictly in there for rehab and Medicare is covering it, and if they have a supplement policy that covers the copay that that starts days 21 through 100, then then they're okay as long as that's all the care that they need. That's what I'm now. There's get. a lot of cases where where the rehab stops. You know, they plateau or or they're not participating in the rehab or they hit their 100 days, and so Medicare payment stops, but they still need some more rehab or they still need to be in the facility because they're not strong enough or well enough to go home, then they switch to private pay or have to have long-term care insurance or Medicaid. Um, so in those scenarios, many times we don't exactly know what they're going to need and when they're going to need it because we don't know how they're going to improve. Um, also, if you have someone that does not have a long-term care, I mean, excuse me, a Medicare supplement, if they just have their part, their Medicare Part A and B and no supplement, then the copay for for Medicare rehab 
is somewhere, I should know the number exactly, but it's like 150 plus a day. Um, and so they could wind up paying basically the exact same cost that they would pay for long-term care, you know, $5,500 or so, uh, and that's a rough number, but just for the 20% copay that Medicare is getting billed for, for their rehab. So I've got a lot of clients that don't have a, a Medicare supplement, and I get them qualified for Medicaid to cover the copay. Oh, okay. Well, that's another interesting. I never thought of that particular aspect. That's really positive. Okay, the other dispelling rumors or what's happening that we're hearing about in the me- in the media probably is Medicaid's going after their estates after they're part of this this program, right? Gary, Medicaid has had an estate recovery program. The federal government says that they have to, and so it's been there for years. But uh, most of the time that I've been doing this. The, when we called down and talked to someone in, in a state recovery, there were there were two people. That, that, <laughs> the whole state. That was, that was the department, <laughs> both of them. And they covered the whole state. And, you know, in the first 17 years of, of my career of doing this, I've seen less than 10 letters go out to families. And I've got, wow. I've got hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and probably into the thousands of, of clients that we've gotten approved for benefits over the years. It just almost never happened, Okay. Starting in about September of last year, we started seeing more and more letters, and and I've gotten now I think we're up to about 12 letters that we've received for families just from September on. They're still not going after every single estate. We haven't seen that happen, but we're seeing families when a loved one passes away that was on Medicaid, they get a letter within two to three weeks, and they're wanting to be reimbursed. And there are things that we do on the front end to protect the home so that they can't recover anything. But it's very important for people to understand if they did no planning before, they were had a loved one on Medicaid and they get that letter, if they call us, we can still help and many times make them go away altogether. But if even if we can't protect everything, there's still things that we can do to mitigate down that that amount that they're trying to recover. And and the important thing is to act upon that. Don't just throw it in file 13, right? If they don't answer that letter, and I believe it's within 30 days of the date of the letter. So it took them a while to get it in the mail. So they're already under the gun. But they've got a very short time frame to respond. And if they don't, then the state of Louisiana is just going to assume they're, they're right and start going after it. Wow. So it's important that in, if individuals get this, whether they, they're your they client or not, they that need they need to, to respond. Some, somebody needs if, to respond. And if they don't have someone else that's knowledgeable in this area, then tell them to give me a call. And it, and again, that's increasingly. And why why do you feel that it's been increasing? Somebody's been well, putting you know, we know pressure that we, on them? We know that we've got you know these huge budget deficits, and and they're trying to figure out how in the world they're going to pay for all this. And so they're they're just trying to look for any avenue that they can, and, and you can't blame them. But at the same time, there's rules and regulations that are set out there, and it's not. I, I don't like the term loopholes. If it was a loophole, then it would be something that wasn't intended. They wrote rules and put them in place for people to be able to use for their benefit. Same way with the tax code. And if you use the rules that Congress put in place, it's it's not a loophole. It's it's using their rules to your advantage and that's what people need to do they need someone like me or someone that's an an expert in this in this area to make sure that they're utilizing those rules to their greatest advantage uh 
somebody asked me this question, but you don't have to answer it because you, it's, this is going to be a conjecture question. Somebody asked me last night, with all the changes going on in Washington regarding uh, Affordable Care Act, possible Medicare, possible Medicaid, would all of these plans of Medicaid in the state of Louisiana be changed? Is it going to be... And the person asked me, which I don't think the government will do that, retrospectively, you know, if somebody's already getting Medicaid benefits and being in a nursing home, et cetera, they're going to take that you know, person anytime away. Anytime that they've made changes to the Medicaid rules and regulations, it's been... From the from the point that they changed the law forward, they I hope. And, and yeah. well, and there's a um, there's a constitutional aspect of that about going retroactive and and, and imparting a new law on someone that did Pardon. planning and used the law to their benefit according to the rules at that point. Now, that's not to say that they they don't change the whole scope of the system, you know, and and where block grants, for example, is one thing that I'm. I'm concerned about, you know, there's been a lot of talk about block grants where the federal government just gives huge sums of money and says, here, here you go, run the system how you want. I mean, if, if the state of Louisiana chose to only do, cover certain types of, of care or, or whatever, then we could, we could see some changes and, and we don't really know what that may be. Um, that's a little I, scary. Now, I, I was telling this had, gentleman who asked me that last night, I said, hmm, interesting question to ask you, know, but he we, may not know the we, answer. We just don't know. And, I've, I've told people as, as we've talked about this, you know, what if they make these big changes? You know, they change tax laws, too. And and the CPAs don't go out of business. They just figure out what the new rules are and how to help their clients. And that's that's what, that's Good what analogy, I, that's what I, I like tell it. them that I would do. And facts are, you know, the Deficit Reduction Act of 2005 was the last time any major changes were made to Medicaid. And a lot of people thought that, you know, Medicaid planning was dead at that point. Well, here it is, you know, 12 years later, and we're still here. Well, again, thank you for joining us today uh, here on the Best of Times Radio Hour. I want to, again, encourage people, if you want more information, do call them at 869-3133. That's 869-3133. Or you come by and visit their offices at 920 Pyramont Suite 105 in Shreveport. Or, of course, visit their website at www.safeplanning.net. Thank you, Blake, for joining us today here. Gary, thanks for having me. I enjoyed it. We'll be right back with more information, but now we're from our sponsors and advertisers who make this radio show possible. You're listening to the Best of Times Radio Hour here on News Radio 710 Keel, proudly presented by A Bears, Tenant Country of Shreveport, your Dodge, Chrysler Ram, and Jeep dealer. Gary's got more of the Best of Times coming for you on 710 Keel. Now, back to the Best of Times with your host, Gary Kaligas. Welcome back to our show, The Best of Times Radio Hour, here on News Radio 710 Keel. Thank you for listening to today's show. Join us next Saturday at News Radio 710 Keel for another Best of Times Radio Hour to provide you information that could benefit you or your loved ones. Please do thank our sponsors and advertisers who support our radio show and our magazine, The Best of Times. Remember to tell your friends to listen to our show next Saturday morning for news that they can use and information that they might need. Don't forget to pick up your personal copy of The Best of Times at one of our 522 distribution locations. Remember to pick up the 2017 Silver Pages Senior Resource Directory at one of our 522 distribution locations. May God bless you and your family. God bless America. Have a great day and a great weekend. I'm Gary Kaligas, wishing you and yours the best of times both today and every day. Have a great day.
You've been listening to the best of times on 710 Kiel. Join us again next Saturday at 9 for the best of times. This is News Radio 710 Kiel, K E E L, Shreveport Bossier.